Welcome to Married AF. We are your hosts, Brooke and Randall Fowler. On this show, we discuss the topics that really matter. Like big veiny cocks and our favorite TV shows. So pull up a chair at our kitchen table and hang out. While I bulldog my nuts. (laughs) again a little late a little later than we had said but you yeah, know it's what been it's like the three holidays. weeks again <clears throat> you know what suck your dicks and our dicks and do a shot to christmas miss it already i know we're still christmas i don't like you hate how it goes by so fast cheers, cheers. <sighs> see that's just too normal it doesn't make me want to divorce you like that shot last night. Yeah, that shot was pretty in the yuck. Oh, that. <laughs> but yeah. so, yeah, we are Married AF. Uh, in case you forgot who we are, <laughs> I'm Brooke and she's Randall. And we are here to entertain you for the next. Sure. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve. What are our plans? Five minutes to an hour. What are our plans for tomorrow? A whole bunch of being old. A whole bunch of never being able to be awake till midnight. Yeah. Here's what I'm picturing. <laughs> My plan is to play board games with the boys and okay. see how long it takes before I sneak upstairs. No. You- At 10-ish, probably. But I would like to stay up, yeah. but there's no guarantees. You've missed it before. You missed it like the last I miss it years. all the time. I'm just saying you can't bail on me. No. It's our own kids. So when I bail, you can bail. There's no... <laughs> There is no worry about that. Now, if we have, you know, your sister and our brother-in-law, because she's only your sister, not my sister-in-law, but Jim is my brother-in-law. If we have them over for games, then I'm kind of stuck into trying to make it a little closer to midnight. Well, I don't know that they want, that they are wanting to stay up till midnight either. Because I think in the past where we've gone and done fireworks and stuff with them on New Year's Eve, it's usually like all of us are in a mutual agreement of we old let's just not pretend like we can stay up till midnight and be okay <laughs> no i can't pretend the only way i'm staying up until midnight is if i'm gonna be in bed way before midnight but be watching tv and shit yeah That's the only way i just can't do it and i wish there was a I can't party anymore. It's just simple. There have been several nights within the past few weeks where I've looked at the clock right before I go to bed, and it's like 11.30. So be impressed, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, It is There's still been nights where I was ready to go hard in the paint with some TV, and you are gone. I like sleep, man. I know. And I'm the one that the child wakes up in the morning, so. Yeah, so. Married AF, we are brought to you by Get Wax and Buy a Bidet, but you're not going to buy the shit, so <laughs> you can look for it in the show notes or whatever, but uh, you know yeah, what? The, hey, the links and the codes are in the show notes, but... Yeah. Don't do us any favors. Don't start now. <laughs> Why start now? Yeah. Why it's start been, buying some shit now? It's been almost two years. Yeah. Don't, don't patronize me by buying something <laughs> at this point. It would piss me off. However, uh-huh. 
You never know. So if somebody wants to buy a shitload of bidets and wash your asses, cool. Do it. Use our code that's in the show notes. Put bidets in all your bathrooms in your house. I know you got more than one. Yeah, some of y'all listen to Jody B too at Po Boys, and I know you're buying off his shit because that dude's rich on this toilet money. He's making it rain with toilet money. He's got the heated, full toilet gangster edition. Yeah, it does everything. (laughs) The rich man's shitter. It makes him a coffee while he's pooping. Yeah, so... uh, Figured we'd uh, review our favorite Christmas presents that we got from each other real quick for the tens of listeners that remember us. We're still here. That are still hanging around, yeah, wanting to so listen. Mine, I posted mine on Facebook. Mine was the uh, the mixed tiles, or what are they called? The sticky they're, tiles? They're called mixed tiles, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. Um, the new ones, the new six. Yep. Adding to the wall of fame uh, mm-hmm. for us. Those are always... Uh, my favorites. You've gotten good now. You've got quite the eye where used to I'd have to kind of tell you what pictures to put. Like uh-huh. I want this picture. Uh huh. I haven't had. To, I haven't done. I didn't do that on any of these. You just no. picked the right ones. Like you know, kind of now. I think so. After yeah. Ten years. <laughs> it's been like what, eleven. What but... photos? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess struck a nerve with me or something. But yeah, you did great. They're all awesome. I love yep. that wall. That wall is my favorite place in the house. And uh, what's funny is that when. Everybody came over for Christmas. Susan went up to it, and we discovered that Susan has taken probably 90% of those pictures that are on that wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's been the photographer for, I don't know how many are there, but it's a good 85, 90% of them. Yeah, we need to give her a credit somewhere <laughs> and a little vinyl sticker at the bottom photo right? by Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Suze. A shout out to Susan, her sister, nine years uh, breast cancer free That's today. Right. Today is her nine, nine year birthday. Soldier, savage. Yes, no cancer. Nope. Uh, pretty big day. She's approaching that damn 10 year historic feat. It's good stuff. She's, yeah, uh, the, she's solid, every year. Solid gangster. Is a win. Yeah, if it can go wrong, it goes wrong for her, but then she beats that, whatever it is. She's. She's got a horrible body that has betrayed her like mine. Very similar. Worse, though, with rheumatoid yes. arthritis no, and cancer. No, cancer, for sure. I mean, but she's also got nagging knees right. that are bad. Don't make it a competition. because It is a competition. She wins. But see, she does with the cancer. That's, she wins. That, we throw that out. She wins. If we throw out the cancer, it's close. Because she might have rheumatoid arthritis. I have broken neck-itis. So she it, had cancer. Can- let's stop the cancer. <laughs> Take but the cancer away. But the fact is, oh, yeah, she had breast cancer. She had and stage four, like it was. It was not. It was stage it three C. It wasn't stage four, but it was like a whatever terrible. a dick hair away from stage it four. It went to her lymph nodes. So yes, terrible. But it was great. Doctors took good care of her. Yes, and she's good to go. Yep. She is a strapping woman. Whoop asses. She whoops some asses. Yep, and she, she takes good pictures of the Fowlers. Yeah. She takes great pictures of she takes great pictures of everybody. Mm-hmm. If one could be an iPhone Pro photographer, she would be that. She doesn't have an iPhone. Her daughter Jordan does though, and is amazing at taking she pictures. Used to have an iPhone, or is it Susan's always never been? had an iPhone. Never. Well, what the fuck? Her and Jim are always Android. Her children are iPhone users, like we are. It's a goddamn shame. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's always fucked up when i send them shit don't know if they you can't send videos yeah videos come over all 
dumb and then pictures are degraded too a little bit but but i don't know it's stupid iphone and android need to figure that shit out but i keep forgetting the canvas painting you got me two of our picture it's still yeah. sitting on the we got to find a place for that we do well where. first find we need to room. get down all the christmas decorations and put all those away and then find a final place for that okay. that's your world we got to get more bins i and you got to take all those lights off the I'm tree. I'm never taking those off. Those are going to just be there. They just won't be lit up. We'll plug them bitches back in next year. And 4th of July, because it's red and blue. Miranda. Beautiful. Cool. All well, right. actually, I don't know how that would be once leaves come back. Well, it would just hide them even better, probably. And somebody would bitch to the HOA about it, probably. Yeah. It's yeah. tacky. Yeah. We're going to take them In down. this neighborhood, probably, right? Um. So my favorite present, is it time for me? Yeah, go ahead. Is, of course, the Walking Dead books and the awesome case that you made for them. What is that? I guess that's what you call it. I call it an enclosure because <laughs> I don't know what it really is. A cabinet? <laughs> it is more like a cabinet because I'm looking at it. It fits. Did you see how perfectly yeah, it fits in that I little saw. cubby? of? Um, so the shelf, we have like the 15-something-year-old Ikea cubby shelf that I have um, it fits perfectly in there so it he built a wooden box with doors on it that are chained and padlocked and it has don't open dead inside just like from in the hospital in episode one of The Walking Dead and it's got the compi- what's that word compendiums, Compi- compendiums. <laughs> which is the it's ridiculous how they, they have you can buy them in sets which has like four to five comics uh-huh. each so there's like 47 of those right or you buy each issue which there's 196 of those mm-hmm. or why don't Kirkman, they just round it up Kirkman to 200 put them into a compendium mm-hmm. set which is more expensive but you get like 40 something issues per yeah compendium. so there's four compendiums yeah. that include it's the, All in, the entire series beginning to end um i'm only on chapter two of the first one because it's pretty hard to sit down and read something here Especially on Christmas break, because young child. Um, well, good luck to you ever getting reading time until he is <laughs> ten plus. I've, I mean, no, you're gonna have to do it like you do it in little, just little chunks, segments, which yeah. is fine. You own it. That's why I'm glad we got it. For I'm you. super stoked about it. They're amazing. Um, I've already told you some of the differences in the very beginning, like how Rick and them are yeah, from it Kentucky. Like a shitload is different. It's a shitload, but it's also a lot's the same, but a lot's different. Like Tyrese comes in way earlier. Tyrese is already with them. Shane's already dead when they were at the campground, like Mm. the very first campground with the RV and shit. Mm. That's where Shane dies. Similar circumstances where he takes Rick out to the woods and is wants to talk to him or whatever. But instead of like in the show where Rick stabs him and then Carl shoots him when he comes back Mm -hmm. as a walker, um, Shane is about to shoot Rick and Carl walks up and shoots him. Mm. He's like, don't hurt my dad. Boom. Shoots him like in the neck. Um, so early on, there's no Daryl. Daryl doesn't exist. So Tyrese and Carol are kind of, uh, uh, um, and then that's about as far as I've gotten. <laughs> so weird to me though, because even though those changes are small, it to changes me, it the makes whole. Makes it a whole different experience. It does. It changes everything because I mean, it's the entire arc of the story is a, is very similar, but it's 
the details are very different. And so I'm super excited because it's like reading a whole new story, but it's not, you know? Yeah. Well, I want to give a shout out to, I believe it's called Skybound is who I got the mm-hmm. Negan backstory book. Yes. And the quotable Negan from. You don't talk about customer service. I can't believe it because I'm the worst to to get that praise from. <laughs> but I ordered, Brooke, the Negan backstory just to have it with the set. Mm-hmm. And then they had this other little cool that's got all of his best quotes, which so we, many fucks yeah. in his quotes. We need to put like like on the <clears throat> like back of the toilet or something downstairs. <laughs> no, for sure. But the backstory for it's one, it's, it's excellent. The backstory. Very I mean, good. If you've never had a chance to read it, it's called Here's Negan. But I ordered it from that Skybound place. Got it. They sent me the quotable Negan arrived, but it didn't have the Here's Negan backstory book. So I just emailed them. I was like, hey, I got the quotable Negan, didn't get the Here's Negan. Are they coming separate? Which is fine. But I just want to make sure they're going to be here by Christmas. Yeah. The guy replies, no, they should have come together. Don't worry. I'm sending you another Here's Negan with a tr- new tracking number. Have a great day. I was like, well, shit. Okay. <sighs> so they send me. So then the Here's Negan arrives. The separate one by itself. With another quotable Negan. Uh-huh. And then another Here's Negan shows up by itself, which was the replacement. Yeah. And we got to keep all of it. Yeah, that so was we amazing. So Rob one. He got the other one. He did. We sent him the Here's Negan and we gave the extra quotable Negan to Griffin? Yes, to for his girlfriend to give her dad, who's a big walking dog Yes. Fan. But here's the thing about the Walking Dead stuff that I learned when I was looking up all this stuff to buy for Christmas. This shit's going to be worth a lot of money one day. When this series is over mm-hmm. and like having the whole set of anything, whether it's all the comics or the volumes or whatever, it's going to be worth a shitload. No doubt about it. The shit's yeah. is insanely pro- – Robert Kirkman, if he is not a, a very rich man, rich man – yeah. I don't know what one is. He is a rich man. He's got to be. I mean. The Rick movie's coming out. He's a huge, like, third of that total ownership of those movies. Oh, yeah. The whole, I mean, The Fear of the Walking Dead, all of it. The whole shit and caboodle. There's another show coming out called The World After or something. I forget what it is. But it's, like, kind of on the other end of the spectrum from Fear of the Walking Dead where it's, like, Many years have passed after the apocalypse and people flying around in helicopters and shit. And I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I can't not watch it. I, mean, I got to tell people it's not a spoiler because I told you already what? before I bought you the books how it. So it is a spoiler for anybody that cares about how it ends. In it ends comics. in the comics. Yeah, in the comics. Because we don't know it, what the show's going to It can't anyway. end like this in the show. <laughs> it's no, impossible. In the comic, which is kind of, I don't know how I feel about it. If it's a letdown or if it's the right thing, but they end it with, in the comics, uh, Carl reading to his daughter. And it's just the story of Rick Grimes and how he saved everybody. Yeah. I don't know why you don't like that. I don't know don't how know you want I it do. to end. I'm, I'm, it may be the only way. So I said, I don't know. Because the when you told me that the first time, I almost fucking you lost. I was saying it was a dream. Yes. I almost fucking lost my mind and killed everybody. Because I thought you were saying, like, he was reading a story, like, never ending story style, like, reading her a book. And I was like, you got to be 
fucking kidding me. No, that but that's not it. <laughs> he was just, and, and they've already done that kind of in the show. Judith has been reading RJ, her little brother, stories of the brave man. And she's been documenting lately. Documenting everything. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they're building it up to like, she's already been kind of doing that. Because they killed Carl. To RJ, because Carl's dead. And, or did you say he was reading to Judith or to his own daughter? It looked like his own daughter. Oh, okay. Yes, it was his daughter, because she says, read it again, Daddy. Oh, okay. Okay. Which, um, yeah. I mean, I guess that it's about, I don't know what I, if I expected him. I don't know what you expected either. I think that's a good way to end it. I mean, it's. There's going to be a lot of shit that comes up to that, you know? Like, that's not uh, like a... I guess I just wanted Rick to live, maybe. Forever. And be the guy that... Yeah. You know, I don't know how long he lives in the comics. I don't either. I have no idea about that. I just did like I always do and went to the last page. Yeah. When I, was in I have no story. idea how long he lives in the comics. I know he loses his hand. I know... Yeah, early. I know him and... Governor and, cuts it off. Okay. Him comics. and Andrea... Um, are a thing for a while they killed her off like season two or like three maybe in the show um yeah so it's gonna be i'm super excited and it's an amazing gift very thoughtful and the uh, cabinet enclosure case that you made me is it's a cabinet i think that's the best way is fucking spot on and if they the fact that they don't they haven't been reaching out to you to pay you for a trademark so they can read the rights them better yeah, because um, I thought you had actually written that on there um, and was super impressed, but I, I'm very impressed the fact that you printed it out, cut it out so well, because it looks mm-hmm. amazing, and then like shellacked it on there. <laughs> a thousand coats. It's perfect, though. We just need like a little piece of wood to like put in. The <laughs> that would be too much to get it off. Yeah. Oh, you're never going to get it off. No, I mean the... Um, like in the show, they had a piece of. They oh had, yeah, they no, had I thought about that. The, I yeah. even cut one to size down there. There's yeah. one in the garage. I may have swept it up, but it's just a little. No, it's fine. It's perfect like, the way it is I with the chain for the look of. Yes, for you it is. But I'd end up the, with a goddamn splinter. Tell them what the code is. This is how you gift guys. Just oh, so you know, the code for everybody that's lock. our age and that had pagers in the nineties. The code on the lock is one four three. So boom. Take notes. Just, you know. No stone unturned. For all the children listening, 143 was what you put, what you... On every boyfriend or girlfriend you ever had. On every boyfriend, girlfriend. I I mean, I did it with my, like, BFFs on our pagers when you'd page them. Um, 143 means I love you. It's one letter, four letters, three letters. And I love you too, babe. Yeah. No, I was proud of that one. And I don't know... There, I've I've never seen one. Like I, I looked, I was looking for ideas of things to do, and I, there was nothing. Like I was like, what can I put them in? Like I can't, I can't make like a perfect box. Like everything I make out of wood is gonna look like just like knives I make. There's gonna be imperfections, but how can I use that to my advantage? And that is to make a mm-hmm. hospital door that looks like shit. <laughs> that like looks this, like it's been beaten look, on yeah, by zombies like on zombie the other side. Guts have been. Oh, on that's it the other thing is that in the comics they call them zombies. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? The, zomb- the word zombie doesn't exist in the show. Oh, well, they're walkers in that universe, right? They're walkers. They're they're. 
which bothered me in the the first time we watched it. I remember saying, "I hate that." Why do they call them walkers? Why don't they call them zombies? It was just, and, and it's something that even Chris Hardwick said on The Talking Dead one day. He's like, there are two things that like you've got to just come to terms with and just be able to accept is that in this world, nobody ever knew the word zombie or what it was. And number two is that we won't ever know why or how this is happening. Yeah. Speaking of another world, just to uh, let people know about it, uh, new show tip. I was going to tell we, uh, <laughs> we dove into and binged over a couple weeks. Um, reprisal on Hulu. Yes. Shockingly super good. Watch it. Sucked me right in. Definitely a whole nother. It's just cool. You got to really like, I'm the worst at it because I didn't really start paying attention till like you started. <laughs> That's why when you started and everything you would ask me, who's, I don't know. I, I was know. just kind of half I'm like, we're it. like episode six. Why the fuck don't you know? Well, no, what happened is you start, I was watching it with you, but you would always put it on right when like I'm falling asleep. So I would watch like 10 minutes of it and then be asleep. And then the next night I'd be like, what happened? You're like, I don't know. Cause you know what you do is you're looking at your phone the whole time you're watching something. Now, I've already taken like my ambience. So I am so you're responsible half, yeah. for what I recall and don't. Correct. But what he means by another world is that we didn't find this out till like we were almost done with it, but you got to just go into it knowing that like, don't try and figure out what time period this is. That's what Randall and I were doing. And we were like, what time period is this? Like the cars they're driving and the TVs they're Nothing watching matches. don't match up to other things. So just the there, it, it's just a made up time period with no historical facts that make sense. It's and it's, cool as shit, though. it's just like a whole like alternate universe and just don't try and figure that kind of shit out and just watch it for the story. And it's amazing. It's pretty damn dope. I had no and expectations. It has a very, yeah. It has a very Rick like Rick Grimes like character in it that like, I kept just seeing Rick Grimes in that guy. No, but it, and but there's also a badass woman. Yes, that is fuck yes, a savage that you don't see coming, like a Carol when she's being Cookie Carol. She's she's she never raises her voice above a whisper. No, never. Until, she's always talking until like you're dead. She doesn't even like people to curse. No. She gets a little tight when somebody says a curse word. She's got skills, too. but then she, yeah. It's really good. So if you have Hulu, go watch Reprisal. And that kind of thing, it's like, great. Now we watch season one and... It'll be two years before <laughs> season two. Hopefully they don't Mindhunter us, you know? Mindhunter has completely broken our hearts with... I think they fucked themselves. They lost the head of steam between uh-huh. one and two. That was unnecessary. Like you gotta capture lightning in a bot. I mean, I don't want you to rush like six months put out, right. enough, but a year... Plan better. Not two years. Just plan better. It was two years. Two fucking years. That's unacceptable. No. Yeah. And The Walking Dead's going to do the same shit if they don't hurry up with these Rick Grimes movies. I know. They came, they kicked him off the show, not dead. And then they're talking about movies. Three. Three. They've already signed. There's three. Scott M. Gimple said that on the Talking Dead after the show where he left. And now it's, it's only been like a year since that happened. But. Or yeah, not but even. If they haven't even started production yet, then now I'm starting to get pissed off. Because now it's another year. <laughs> and that, that's what bothers me. But so, 
we hosted Christmas dinner at our house. Yes. This year. And uh, we handled it like savages. It was, uh, so we I want to give some tips. We killed it. About how to do it properly. How to host <laughs> a big family. How many people did we have? I didn't even count. murder. We had 16. It was 16, 16 total? 16 plates. Even with Drake? Yeah. So Drake made 16. Oh, he did. Okay. So it's 16 people eating. And these are big people. <laughs> On Brooke's sister, uh, Beth, her kids are all monsters. Brennan's what, 6'4"? Six, 6'4". Four? Six, four. Yeah. They're all, you know, 6'2 plus. Right. And then, you know, and we didn't even have Griffin here for the Christmas. <laughs> he came the day after. Yep. But so we had the whole family here, but we really put some strategery behind it this year with the cooking and shit. Um, so I want to pass that on to you guys. If you mm-hmm. don't want to be stressed and murder each other, which we didn't do, which is a oh. huge sign is how much, how stressed is, are you as a couple is if you argue over dumb shit, <laughs> like when you're putting together baby for, you know, there's things, you know, to try to avoid. <laughs> That's Same thing the- goes with cooking at the last second. You're going to no, fight. Does. You're going to be on Thanksgiving. Off. We did because we were going and we weren't even hosting. We were going to somewhere in else's house and we like, mm-hmm. we we're like, well, fuck. No, it's a real deal. But we Christmas, started we were cooking golden. two days in advance. Uh-huh. Prepped like the baked beans, mm-hmm. shit that you could put in the refrigerator. Done. Started boiling eggs the day before. Never. I was never stressed. Uh uh-uh. uh. As far as the cooking timeline. And we had food ready early. That never happens. We ate before. We said we told everybody, yeah, dinner was at six. Dinner was ready at five. (laughs) But then we waited till like five forty-five when my parents got here because they were late. They were later. My dad was cleaning a gun or something, and which is scary. It's very scary. Um, and he was like, "I thought dinner was at six. I'm like, "We were totally. We were just early. (laughs) It's not. Yes. But so we were able to have them eat right away because you know they tend to leave earlier because you know your mom wants to get home mom has an shit. appetite though she can that's still one thing that's one thing that no problem yeah susan made her a, a nice big plate and who was done first she was done first she was done it's always gonna be someone first. on your side of the family yes she i looked over her plate was clean i was like is that food good and she was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, we did like a ten-pound turkey, just the breast. It's not huge, just a big breast, and a twelve-pound ham, yeah, a fourteen-pound ham. And we had a lot of dishes. We, we had. We. I was like, we don't have enough. We don't have enough. You're always like that, though. And I was like, what are you talking about? We don't have enough. We had green beans in the crock pot. We had my green bean casserole. We had macaroni pie. We had Susan brought sweet potato casserole. We had a million deviled eggs. A million deviled eggs. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Stuff. Beth brought stuffing. No, Susan. Brought Susan brought stuffing. Um, Beth brought the two desserts. Uh-huh. I and made pineapple casserole. You made was pineapple not, casserole. Was not a big hit. Expected that. Not many people liked it. Oh, there's Beth still liked, one in the Beth, fridge. I think Beth liked it. Yeah. She's the only one. Jim tried it and was like, "I love nah. you, bro." <laughs> It's the worst shit I've ever I'll had. But he's not, I mean, you know, it's not for everybody. I made it for me. So I, know, I wasn't baby. upset about you it. You want somebody to like it with you. If Beth liked it, that's a win. That is a win. I mean, uh, pineapple casserole is delicious. What is it? Pineapples, a little sugar, graham crackers crushed up with a little melted butter on them, toast it in the oven for a little bit, cheese underneath the graham crackers. <laughs> a delicious treat actually no i tasted it and and it wasn't bad because you know what 
it, nothing makes sense um, in my world sometimes because I don't like hot fruit. I don't like cobblers and apple pies and all that. But so that immediately when I think about it just makes me. Yeah, it fits your criteria yeah. of what you don't but, like. Pineapple, one of my favorite toppings on pizza. Yeah, so it does, <laughs> it does make no sense. But it's like when you eat it on pizza, you don't consider it a fruit. Uh, I think you consider it like a jalapeno accent. Something. Yeah, because I like sweet and spicy together. Mm-hmm. But I actually, I took a bite of your yeah. pineapple yeah, casserole. It throw up. It, yeah, and it wasn't, because it wasn't... It wasn't still hot. It's not piping. You don't serve it piping And it's hot. not syrupy, which is what apple no. pie and all those cobblers yeah. are. So I think it's a combination of the warm and the syrupy of the pies and cobblers that turns me off. And so I need to give your pineapple casserole another chance next yeah, time you not, make it. Uh, it's not bad. We had macaroni pie, of yes. course. That's uh, what my mom, the, the crispy ones on the top, my mom kept saying they were bones. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. This is, I mean, you know, of course she's dealing with a. She's got dementia, dementia so and that's so okay if she says that. That's the best. We, and we, but we were like, no, mom, there's no bones in the macaroni. It's it's just noodles that are crunchy, and she's like, and let there's me tell bones. You a tip. This is not meant as a slight. This was a very great moment, but we let Gunner pick out gifts for Brooke's mom because in her the stage that she's at, she likes trinkets like little. Things. she's always liked them and like but she's before this she's always been very expensive taste like she's got like five thousand dollar crystal figurines and shit in their house but now because where she's at with her dementia she just likes figurines things. of any kind to put what can she put on her mantle yeah. and so gunner loves to pick her out shit we took him shopping let him pick her out stuff and we kind of pointed him toward those little santas it's literally like a little dollar store Santa, but he's got a flashlight built into his stomach. Yeah. Double whammy, home run. That was a home run. I picked that one out and I yeah, asked I Gunner. Yeah, you pointed him to Yeah, it, I was but. like, Gunner, how about this one? He was like, yes. And also the little house. Like it was like a little, um, it looked like it would go on like a Christmas village or yeah. something, but it's like a dollar store version. Yeah, but it was a post office. It was a po- yeah, that and the Santa flashlight were a big hit. And he also got her a little like stuffed animal dog that she was like, how cute. And a huge power And ranger. then like a huge like power ranger, like not huge, like a probably 12 inches 12 or inch, something. That's yeah, a big action um, figure. That she was like, well, where do I put him? <laughs> I was like, on your mantle. Because <laughs> that's where she says she's going to put everything. So, um, and then he also, when they had the little store at his school where we sent him with money and uh, like a little budget, he got presents for, for me and you and um, Bubba. both of my parents and <laughs> Bubba. Yes. And he got, um, he got us little keychains that said, I love mom and I love dad. And I immediately put it on my keychain. I haven't seen yours on your keychain yet. I don't use keychains. Um, I've got mine in my It says, I love stuff. dad. I'm not throwing it away. <laughs> I've got it in the box. <laughs> it's adorable. And <laughs> um, he got my dad like this foam sign thing that says like world's best grandpa. And then my mommy got her like this little, it's like a little locket, like a little gold locket thing that opens with a mirror or like a compact i guess but it says um best grandma in the world something but it was all very cute and she loved it she you know i think she was a little confused as to why she was getting so many things because she didn't really understand well no but that was more for us like i enjoyed her opening her presents more than anybody else because you don't know how long 
she'll be able to even participate. So mm -hmm. the only way, you know, if, if any of you are facing that with a family member is to try to maximize the best times that you can. Yeah. And that's what made it like, that was my favorite part I of loved like, it. the dinner was her getting to open her presents. I loved it. Whether she knew exactly why she was getting so many or not, it was <laughs> the funnest part. Because she's usually trying to like find things. To give to other people. To or she's usually trying to find things like in the house oh, that she's steal. in yes, to, she to, to steal. <laughs> yeah, she wants it. She'll take your shit. And so this way, you know, she came out on top. Anyway, she didn't really steal anything. Nothing. She had a score. Yeah. The only thing she took was the nerds of Gunners. Because it was that cool the, little figure. That big nerd. Yeah, that big container that was in his stocking that was a big giant plastic nerd that had nerds in it. But he didn't even notice. No, I know. But it. And that's why I, I was like, feeling, yes, it's fine. And then you started to say something the next day and I like kicked you in the shin. Like, shut the fuck up. Now he's going to know. I'm still eating his candy. So I knew who right. cares. That candy, since Halloween, I've eaten, eaten, I've eaten 90% <laughs> of the candy we've no, had in this No, except house. for the chocolate that's still except in the pantry. The I've been working on that. That's all. You're the chocolate. <laughs> but all the nerds, all the fucking yeah. sugar terribleness, yeah. I've eaten it. And I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm candied out. Poor thing. So it was very good for her to help. But that made me want to bring up something to the listeners too. And I had a listener send us a question on Instagram about this before Christmas. We never answered it because it's just kind of a weird question. But now it actually makes sense to me because I don't huh. know how everybody else feels about it. I think that adults should have a stocking but you don't buy stuff to put in a stocking like because i wouldn't have had anything for your stocking if i didn't stuff those there was nothing leggings. in your stocking but i'm so sorry i expect that <laughs> but i'm trying to ask the things others i bought for your stocking do. were too you heavy <laughs> but why would you buy what you know because to make it all even but it, it almost i think there should be an agreement and i We'll make this agreement going forward. Like, we just don't even worry about Because to me, it's extra stress. I didn't like having to. You don't have to. I know. But I just, if we have an agreement, I won't worry about okay, it. Okay. So you should we'll have seen this year by your stocking not having anything in it. But... So, I didn't want to wrap those leggings. There was okay. nothing of real value. You mean, your stocking had presents in it because I didn't want to wrap them. And they fit in there and didn't pull off the Barely. mantle. Did you feel how full? Yeah. Because it had those two different leggings. Baby, I don't, we don't have to come to like an official agreement. Like if there's time to get things, it, I just don't want to like, did your feelings get hurt? No. Because there was nothing in your not stocking. I had. And I'm going to tell you right now, there, I, my feelings would not get hurt if there was nothing in mine. Well, so if there's time to put stuff in each other's stockings, we can do it. If not... We're not going to get each other's feelings hurt, and that's fine. I'm not going to buy that. Gunner didn't even notice. I'm going to need paperwork. I just, it's all about him. I know. I'm going to need paperwork by you signed Baby. telling me that. So Why? I don't feel, because I'm going to not I will abide. remind you next Christmas. Okay. As long as you do that. And it should have been message loud and clear that your everything was just wrapped under the tree for you. There was nothing in yours. Because you did all the candy shopping. Like, I did. I know. That's I, exactly the point. Like it's not well, and feasible I was, for adults in a marriage to buy each other stuff. Like there's, <laughs> you're buying each other shit anyway. It's your both money. Well, this was our first year too. Where like it, five days before Christmas, it was, 
you know, dusk till dawn with the kids. So it's not like I had time without exactly. to go do anything. Only one of us is going to get that chance. Right. So exactly. That's why we're fine, we're baby. Make this it's law. fine. It's fine. The stockings do go not, up as decoration. Please don't they stress do about it. Utilized. I need you to not stress about it and just. You know how it is. <laughs> I'll have my lawyers reach out. And I need you to get uh, it it's notarized. Fu- baby, it's fine. When you sign it. <laughs> I will remind you next Christmas. You don't have to get no, anything there, for my stock. There really is also a post-Christmas depression. For me, at least, there is. It's not like severe depression, but it's a it, letdown. Yes. It no, really sucks. And this year, it's like it was delayed a day because we still had presents under the tree. I know. But Griffin. once Griffin got here on the 26th and there's <laughs> nothing under the tree, every time sucks. I go down there and see that, I'm sad. I know. It sucks. <laughs> Taking the lights off the house killed me. I hated it. I was so mad at you for doing it like the day after fucking Christmas. I had Christmas. to do it while I had the nerve. And you did it half-assed because now there's still the tree. And That's the shit. only thing left is the tree. And actual shit inside that we need to box up. Well, the whole yeah. Christmas tree. and You just, just have get, to say when. Tomorrow. Not. That's not my problem. That's I good. just need the boxes. I'll fill them up. You put them back up in the attic. <laughs> and then we need to go get more bins to <sighs> fill everything that we have sitting in the garage. Yeah. But it it is a let, because everybody, you know, you're in like the holiday spirit. We love Christmas. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love, we talked about it, like from October from Halloween. through December is big for us. Yeah. I'm sure it's big for everybody, but we love that segment. Mm-hmm. And then when it's done, it's like, oh. Yeah. It's just like, well, what do we do now? And I always get sad, like, even, like, I mean, this is our first Christmas in our new home, which is very special. Um, so that's just even another notch on why, like, it's even a little bit more sad. But, like, every year when we take down the Christmas decorations and everything is back to normal inside the house, I'm like, it's fucking boring in here for sure absolutely (laughs) like i remember last year because like in our old house we had that big fireplace Mm -hmm. you know and like seeing it without stockings on it i'm like ugh. (laughs) yeah it will the old house it was worse than it's gonna be in here because this house is much more decorated and has a theme with how we bought because we bought a lot of things new for this house and built stuff so we were able to decorate it in like our first taste together because yeah. your house is already decorated by you that yeah. i moved into this one has got like both of our flares so i think it won't be as drap but it'll still suck yeah it's still, it's still uh, for some reason yeah it, it i don't know we'll see once the tree is down and everything and i mean it'll be it'll be getting a th- something to get used to downstairs because the tree that big chair mm-hmm. will be back where that tree is and at first when we moved it over i was like "Ugh, this is in the way i just thought about that today but now i kind of love it i know but now when it goes back it's going to feel like that room is huge again like you want to know what uh rich white people problems i know (laughs) it really is stupid i was just thinking about it like today when i was laying on the couch i was like like we're, chair back. we're crying about moving a chair bullshit. back in a corner where People our Christmas like, tree. Why don't you give me some? Why don't you get some real problems, assholes? <laughs> Unsubscribe. Sorry, yeah. got no real problems. This hey. is the worst. Hey, I'll take it as my life. This is the worst shit. I'm, I'm winning. So 
Winning. I'm happy. With, I'm very happy with our lives. And so we get to gripe about things like that because we don't have, I mean, we have things we could gripe about, I guess. I mean, we're not like Scrooge McDucking and um, no, anything. No, but, but not really. I mean, there's people with real, real problems right. in their lives that yeah. we couldn't. I don't even want to even yeah. throw a fucking. No, we are at, very so. lucky. And um, yes. And also, so are we going to do my thing next? Yes. And, well, we're getting to it in like two things. We're just running long. Okay. One, the thing I wanted to get to you is to see if you saw, did you watch Eddie Murphy's Return to Saturday Night Live? I watched it right next to you in bed. Did I? I thought I watched it alone downstairs. Could you have been zoned out. It was in the morning on whatever day that was. Was that day after? Nope. What was it? Saturday before Christmas? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um, you started watching it downstairs. Came up. It was in the morning because I remember coming upstairs with my coffee. That's right. And right. Gunner was even in our room for some of it. And then I think we kicked Gunner out, put him in his room with John, turned it off for a minute, did naked things, then turned it back on. How are you not remembering all no, this? No, I remember now. I, I th- it was amazing. Yeah. He fucking killed it. Yeah, I thought. I thought it was great. Here are my thoughts. The best I thought Saturday it did, Night Live. Really good. It was a really good trip down memory lane mm-hmm. that I think is needed. The only thing it concerned me about is him coming back and doing a comedy special. Like for Saturday Night Live, I thought it was epic. It was really good. I enjoyed yeah. it. But I don't know. He has a comedy if, special? Yeah, he signed with Netflix, like $65 million. Oh, that's why in the intro, yeah. Dave Chappelle was like, this is half a Netflix yes. budget on stage. Yeah, with him and... Uh, <laughs> on the monologue. Yeah, between him and Eddie Murphy. And yeah, it's definitely half of their budget. And there was like three other people that came well, out Tracy with Morgan him. doesn't have a Netflix comedy special. No. He came out. But he said he made his millions off getting hit by a truck yes, on the road. Yes, he did make millions Who off Who was that? the other comedian that came up? Well, Keenan came out, but somebody... Chris Rock. Chris Rock, got it, yeah. So, but anyway, so my point is with him, and I could be worrying about nothing, I'll have to wait to see, but <laughs> I just don't know if he can top Delirious. I, he's, I don't know if he's going to top Delirious either, but I think it could still be really good. Maybe. I he. I just hate to compare, like, he's such a, like, he was, that Delirious is such the standard yeah. for me because of when it was when we were young. Yeah. And it holds up. And raw. To now. Oh, I know, but Delirious is so much better than Raw, and yeah. Raw is so much better than everything else. Right. So I don't know, but I'm, he's in, I'm be here rich for it, though. I'm here for it because I think he was fucking perfect on Saturday. It was the best episode of Saturday Night Live I've seen in a, a long, long time. time. I'm not a huge right now. If you take uh, Kate McKinnon off SNL, I don't even know if I watch right now. I said, for some reason I still always watch because I'm I'm it's almost like I'm scared I'm gonna miss some epic because like, I actually watched Dick in a Box live. Well, there's no Adam Sandberg anymore. No, so. no, I'm just saying you never know when he was newish when yeah, that was on. He was doing those shorts though with but his little group. What I'm saying is you never know when one of these motherfuckers is all of a sudden gonna be legendary. I've just got I don't know I'm I'm just like. That's why I always have it on like our old house. I had it on DVR and I would go back and watch like two or three mm-hmm. of them. <laughs> I, I like watching him just to make sure I'm not missing something completely epic. But 
for the most part, huge disappointment, except for Kate McKinnon. No, I mean, <laughs> she's, she's awesome. She's glorious. Um, ever since Kristen Wiig left, I've been super sad because she was my f- like one of my favorites of the like newer generation. But he killed it. He it was everything it should be. Um, and I'm I'll we'll, we will watch his of special. We will. I'm only worried about his legacy, and that's none of my business. And he looks. How He's, does he look exactly the same as he did in 1982? Because black don't crack. He looks. He looks great. He hasn't aged a day. It's no, insane. Uh, and he has well ten preserved. kids. Ten. Well, you know kids. how much money he has. So. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Doctor do little money. All that doctor people gave him shit. Daddy daycare. And daddy daycares. That motherfucker is rolling and like gives so zero much money. Haunted Mansion. He's got Disney money. That's the money that Disney and Shrek. Disney money. Yeah. So he's never. So yeah. the fact he's coming back, you know, hopefully it's just a labor of love thing. So he's got we'll ten see. kids. He said it in the monologue on Saturday Night Live. He said, "Why am I working so much? Ten kids are expensive." <laughs> and he like literally just had one. He has like a one year. He has a kid younger than Gunner, and he's like sixty. Probably something like that. Yeah, probably right around that. With not a wrinkle on his face, <laughs> and no. ten kids. I'm. I was blown away. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, we're going to do a little segment here that we had talked about doing where I'm going to have no idea what it is or what (laughs) who it's about, and Brooke's just going to kind of present it, and we're going to discuss it and see. My idea is we don't have a name for this segment. Do you have any idea what you think my first thought is? It's going to be something silly. Murder tits. Exactly. I was like, it's going to have some type of profanity in it. Murder tits. Yeah, it's okay. Just what I scribbled down. So here's the uh, sure talk about the first. It's what well, I think we had said originally. Like we were talking about, like give me a little like true crime segment mm-hmm. on where I can tell you about some shit. You start. You almost started to watch something about this person the other day, and I told you, don't do that. <laughs> uh, I was gonna. You were gonna watch something like American Ripper or something. Oh yes, when I was scrolling through shit. Uh, to yeah, watch. and I was like, "Is that about H.H. Holmes?" Like, stop. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea who that is because <laughs> that's why I asked you when I pulled it up. So. Right, you're, and I asked you. I said, "Do you know anything about that guy?" And you said, "No." And I was like, "Well, good," because I was gonna probably tell you about him and my first. So H.H. Uh, Holmes. So yes, um, and I will say. I'll be very official and say that I got all this information. Um, I basically knew a very high level of him. I've listened to a bunch of podcasts about him. Um, But for this, I got information from some website called the 13th floor, which I dig it. Um, And a history channel article titled the murder castle. And it was originally published in, like July 2017. Um, and then it was updated this year. Um, so, you know, I love American Horror Story too. Mm-hmm. You never watched it with me. American Horror Story, the season hotel was about the Hotel Cortez. And there was a main character in that season named James March. Um, so the setting of the hotel was. It was based off, there's that legend, there's that infamous hotel in Los Angeles called the Hotel Cecil or Cecil. Have you ever heard about that? It's kind of near Skid Row. I've heard nothing about anything murder related other than Dahmer, Bundy, 
Gacy. BTK. BTK and who is the Sagittarius killer? Zodiac. No. Zodiac. Zodiac. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. That's my sign. That's your by sign. The way. Yeah. <laughs> You're so, like, I, I don't know anything about So there you man. go. Like the basic five. Other those than are that, the, I don't know anything. Those are like the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah, Dahmer is my guy. What BTK Bundy was. is your guy. Oh, BTK. I like BTK. He would be a close, but and Dahmer's don't like always, is yeah. No, it's fascinated. Not. Yeah, by he's my guy yeah. of serial killers. Oh, Dahmer's I'm fascinated. Number one, to yeah, me because there's the most about him. Yeah, and we just watched and, that two part series, yeah, which was great. I loved it. So that's another one we recommend that was on Hulu. Dahmer on Dahmer, very similar to the Kemper on Kemper, which was also very good. It's a lot of footage of Dahmer actually in interviews. Um, Dahmer is way less so nice feeling than Kemper. Kemper almost seemed like yeah. the nicest guy. Dahmer's Dahmer's like, sick, but he's so upfront about it <laughs> that you're like, at least I can respect. Like it's I'm not saying I respect what no. he did, but you're like Yes, I, I get, get it. I get what you're saying. He's you're like a psycho, but damn. He's like, yeah, I've got I don't I dehumanized him and then I just wanted somebody don't touch me. <laughs> I just want somebody to lay with, and so I, I had to, to kill you. him. I want to touch you. Yeah, I just want somebody to lay there. Um, okay, so you don't know about Host Hell, Cecil, Cecil. There's other weird things that happen there. It's kind of based on that, the, the American Horror Story season. But the main character, James March, is... Um, as well as many features of that hotel in that season are based on H.H. H. Holmes and his murder castle. Well, when is so, he from? What's his time period? I'm telling you right now. He was born in New Hampshire. Shout Almy. out to Almy. <laughs> of course he was. In, Joe B and in 1861. So we're taking it way back. <coughs> um, he was born in 1861. He went by like a million different aliases. Um, he... When he was an adult, he abandoned his young wife and baby in 1885 and hightailed it to Illinois. Um, and then he, that's when he, he was born with like some, ter- his name was Herman Webster Mudgett when he was born in New Hampshire. When he moved to Illinois, he changed it to Holmes apparently after Sherlock Holmes, whatever. Um, but he also went by like three different aliases because he was a criminal. Um and then before he, so the murder castle was actually a hotel. That's why the American Horror mm-hmm. Story, the hotel was named after it. Um, it was deemed the murder castle after everybody figured out what he was doing in there. Um, so before he got into owning a hotel, his primary business was insurance fraud. And he started that when he was studying medicine at the University of Michigan because he would collect insurance payouts on cadavers he stole from the school. He's basically like, this person died. I need their insurance. And made a lot of money doing that. And then when he graduated, he moved a bunch of places. He kept getting like questioned about disappearances and murders of like different people and as soon as he would start getting questioned about it he would bounce mm-hmm. um and then like what he ended up in philadelphia one time he was answering questions about another dead child bounced to chicago so he had all this money from these insurance scams and then he used that to build the hotel so he built that just in chicago he was in chicago had all his money from insurance scams. It's about to be the world's fair. So 
perfect timing yeah, to build sure. a hotel. Yeah, all these people coming to Chicago. Let's build a hotel right here, right in the middle of the city. Um, so <laughs> he uh, welcomed his first tenants that would also be his first victims. And mostly it was his hotel employees <laughs> who were his first victims as well as tenants, mostly women. Um, somehow he would... I think just the employees i don't know how the tenants he would convince to do this but employees he would um require them to take out insurance policies first with him as the benefactor wow. so he'd be like hey congratulations you're hired i just need you to sign this mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah. sign here and then he'd be like and now go into this room uh, and so his guests started to disappear his girlfriend started to disappear, his employees. Um, so this hotel he built, it had a bunch of soundproof rooms, secret passages, maze of hallways that went nowhere, staircases that went nowhere. Um, the rooms all had like, tra- some of them had trap doors. All of them probably had trap doors. And then like chutes that would drop down to uh, the basement where <laughs> like in the... Sh- in the- all of the hotel stuff has got to be about him in the season of American Horror Story because it was if, just like this. Yeah. Uh, has there not been a movie made just about this whole the only thing like I'm, a movie that it would be easy to make? I would think so. The only, th- the only thing yeah. I've seen is the American Horror Story season in the hotel. Wow. Um, and it was super scary. It was a really good episode. Um, or, I mean, season. It was the one where like Lady Gaga was mm-hmm. the fan. I mean, there was other components of it, but it, yeah, it was really good. Like everybody that died there stayed there as a ghost. Mm. Like if you died in the hotel, you were permanently there. Um, which I'm sure this. Did he have a method that he used to kill? Multiple. So he wasn't so, like a signature. So and and there was different rooms and stuff that did different things. But he so was about that paper. He yeah, wanted the cash. He wanted the cash, and he really liked it. Like he, he, he kind of enjoyed killing people. It seemed like. Mm. Um. So, <laughs> the when he was building it, though, so he had all this weird shit happening, and but he had to have people come build this hotel for him. But he, while it was being built, he was constantly like rotating teams of construction workers and shit because he would hire people to do some shit and then fire them and say they were incompetent. Because they would catch on to all exactly. the Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And he had to obviously do that because if somebody was on it from beginning to end, they'd be like, what the it fuck are you building? sounds like one of the smarter serial killers as far as IQ and shit. If he's yes. able to he was very smart. go to school, figure out early insurance fraud. <laughs> this is pioneer type shit. Yes. Insurance fraud. And all the fuckery in the hotel. Yeah. Pretty impressive. I mean, he was uh, technically going to school to be a doctor, so he definitely had the smarts. Um, It was just... What does he look like? Have you seen pictures of him? It's all like drawings. Oh, okay. Uh, There are some, but it's it's so long ago. I was wondering if he's horrifying like Ed Guy. No, it's very old-timey, big mustache. Like, think of like um, Doc Holliday. Yeah. (laughs) That's basically what he looks like. Um, So the second... Let me see. Uh, da, da, da. He fired everybody because they didn't want him to discover the true purpose of the hotel. True. Uh, the second floor of the castle was his like kill floor. Um, some of the rooms were fitted with gas lines. 
So he would just asphyxiate them while they were sleeping. Mm. Other yeah. rooms were reinforced with metal plates and gas-powered blow torches to burn That's people alive. Terrible. Yes. The gas killing them? It's pretty humane. Like That's carbon fu- monoxide I'll take that all death, day. Like they're just going to go to sleep. You're just going to never wake up. Yeah. Like That's fine. Burn to death? No. Also, oh, and there was like a fucking, uh, I close out the tab, but there was like a, in one of these articles I read, there was like a floor plan of like a hand-drawn floor plan that had all these, and it showed all the different rooms and what they were for. Um, It's also got a hanging room where he would have his chloroform victims um, just hang them up by their neck until they were dead. And then the basement where like, um, all these rooms basically had like like the garbage chutes mm-hmm. um, going laundry down. Laundry chute. Right. Garbage, laundry chute, same function, but for bodies mm-hmm. to go down to the basement. He had like uh, vats of acid uh, and of quicklime and he had a crematorium down there. Um, it smell good. Yeah. Yeah. Does the so, structure still exist? I'm getting there. <laughs> so he also had an airtight bank vault in his office. Um, and he murdered people in there. Like he basically just put them in there and closed the door. He had to make a shitload of money on his insurance scams yeah. to build he built in ho- Chicago, no matter what time period. Yeah. That's prime real estate. So yeah. he had to be loaded. Right. And it's in Inglewood. In Chicago, that neighborhood. I don't know. Um, Jackson, near Jackson Park. Mm. Anybody from Chicago? Rachel Miller, if you're listening, you probably know. Muddy tits. Yeah, muddy tits. Um, So in this bank vault in his office, Annie Williams was like one of his girlfriends. He locked her in there. Um, She had just signed over a property deed (laughs) to home. Like, he must have been charming as fuck, too. What's crazy is if you've got that most killers don't have that kind of Scrooge McDuck money. So, you know, you're a sick fuck if you're still killing right. people and you need nothing financially yeah. from them. Yeah. Like at all. That's pretty crazy. Oh yeah. He was like purely doing it. I have a quote in here somewhere from him. Um, yeah. I mean, he, anybody he was involved with, basically they ended up dead. He also, there was a, an affair he had with some lady named Julia. She was, uh, she also had a daughter named Pearl, and then she he knocked of her. She had a pearl in that time period. I know. Why not? And he knocked her up, and guess what happened? Killed them. He killed both of them. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, so what? What's his victim? Where does he rank he, on serial killers? It's it's so long ago that it's hard to tell. Like he actually was convicted. Um of one person's death and, and he was sentenced to death for it. And then through that whole process, he, um, they found evidence in the hotel of him of like 27 to 30 people. But he was also like a pathological liar, like go figure. Um, they're thinking like anywhere between like 30 and 200. <laughs> See, that's what me though. Now I'm always skeptical about I know. these guys' stats, especially after the thing we watched about old dude recently. That The confession killer. Yeah, the guy that told the cops killed thousands just mm-hmm. so they could scratch off cases and close them. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh shit. They were like, we'll yes, get you smoothies yes, yes, from yes. Sonic. Cigarettes. cigarettes. All you can smoke. Cigarettes and like, uh, it was like smoothies and cigarettes and they would 
<sighs> yeah, it's terrible. So it, that's the only part that like. This motherfucker though built a whole hotel well, with yeah, the and designs to kill It's hard to, to keep people. record from then too. Like that's right. that hurts him in the, as far as the stats of the baseball cards go with serial right. killers. That's probably why I had never heard of him. Right. I mean, it's the the means of his killing though is what so so it could be. Yeah, let me see. No, it's pretty sick. He confessed before he was he was executed. Um, he confessed to murdering twenty seven, but he was a career con man so it's like take it with a grain of salt but most people believe it's modest and his death toll to be between 100 and 200 oh only nine at the hotel could be confirmed because he like had vats of acid and shit well no that's so, Dahmer made that clear you nothing's melt, gonna be left you could melt everything with yeah this. so he had vats of acid he was burning like they found the little cream little mini crematorium he had they found like a necklace and like some other shit in there so um right now yeah he was executed um may 7th 1896 and the murder castle remained for another like 40 years until 1938 and then it was torn down and then now that site is the englewood branch of the u.s post office that is must be haunted as fuck crazy Made uh, it a federal workplace yep a government owned they're like oh this is where <laughs> shit, I'm sure they got the property for dirt ass <laughs> cheap <clears throat> pennies on the dollar <laughs> they got it for nothing because no fucking buddy wanted to build any reputable business there they're like oh put a post office here <laughs> well so how did you come across how did you ever hear about him then because i've never heard of him oh god i heard about him I think it's more of like just all I just consume so much murder and true crime that I had heard mentions of him in I don't know what podcast and then I when I went I think the first time I heard like all the details about him was when I listened to this podcast called the serial killer podcast and the dude that hosts it is like i think it's in like the netherlands or something and a lot of his delivery is kind of quirky and cheesy and he calls like dear listeners like he's super like Uh, dramatic yes but oh god john just farted um holy shit he is right on time (laughs) Right on like time. Right at an hour, he starts like letting us know to get <laughs> oh out of this room. Oh my god! It's like clockwork. <laughs> and he's oh, he just he just stretched. Like what? What's happening? He does it every time. <sighs> right at an hour. God, like, I've had enough. Time <laughs> for the big guy it's to like get the, a snack. The butter. Um, time to but the first time I'd heard all the details on it was listening to that, and then I can't remember if the American Horror Story season was. I want to say it was after i had already watched that that i listened to that podcast and then i put the pieces together of like oh fuck it was that too because you know he was named james march in the show and it was just very american horror story because it's always very gory and horrible deaths and terrible things happening but when i listened to that i was like oh my god that was a real person it makes me think that every horror movie that has been made in recent during our time Mm -hmm that refer because all a ton of them have these 
buildings and facilities with rooms like that. Right. And I mean, you got what was the what's the one with the creepy guy where you're playing the game? Um, it's just a weird face, and people had to like kill each Scream, other. Uh, um, uh, saw, saw, <laughs> like those type of structures where there's all yeah. this like all that has to be loosely based on him. Like Ed Gein is kind of the base of the, saw very the well. Sound, yeah. That could be loosely I mean, based that, on that as loosely based like as Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre well, is that, on Ed yeah. Gun, but no, that that's the first thing I thought of was that horrible saw facility. Oh my when god! You started describing yeah, it right. There's no vat of hypodermic needles or anything, but uh, for old timey times, it's pretty fucking complicated and advanced and high tech ways. Of, yeah, I respect his effort, like as far as. Uh, and he only got caught when he went. Like, he didn't even get caught, like, in the murder castle. He got caught when he, like, went to go meet up with his old buddy that used to do cons with him and then convinced him to, like, fake his death. But then he was like, oh, it'll be better if, like, he really dies. So then he (laughs) murdered him. (laughs) And, like, like, ran off with his wife and kids. And his wife didn't know that he had really murdered him. And then, yeah, that's when he got caught, like the murder castle like was basically flawless. <laughs> like people were just ended up missing and everybody's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> so that's H H Holmes. H H Holmes. Yes. Wow. He's horrifying. <laughs> oh, and hang on. Wait, I had some kind of quote in here from him that was like, Ugh. Oh, he said, so he wrote, he authored an autobiography, of course. Um, which is very like Carl Panzan, which is probably another one I should tell you about because he's bad. Um, while he was in jail, he did a, his autobiography. And one quote says, I could not help the fact that I was a murderer no more than the poet can help the inspiration to sing. So it's there you go. what Dahmer said. Yeah. He's just like, in it's just a less poetic way. Right. He's like, I mean, it's just what I am. Like, that's what's happening, guys. See, um, that's why murderers gonna murder. The guys on Mindhunter were such pioneers for getting sitting down and picking the brains yeah. of these guys. Yes, because had Dahmer stayed alive, which he got what he deserved, getting beat to death in prison. But had he stayed alive, he was so willing to talk. He wanted that too. What to die? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he flat out said he deserved to die. Yeah, and that he said he shouldn't be let out. Mm-hmm. But. He would have talked. They could have studied him. He would have told him anything they wanted. Yeah. I mean, he would have told him everything. And that just, I'm saying that not for entertainment purposes, but for, you know, profilers and all that shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, To, uh, you know, be able to catch these guys sooner. Dahmer should have been caught so many times. You can do a whole thing on that, and I don't want to spoil it. But yes, he could have been caught. 150 times it's like decades should have been caught decades and decades before he it could have saved 20 people yeah <clears throat> but uh oh that's awesome mm-hmm. uh, we did have one listener question i wanted to get to as before we wrap up just mm-hmm. asking if we have any new year's resolutions and what do we think of couples resolutions okay well i remember we did a new year's special last year i think rachel was on actually and I, I mean, I said it last year. I don't do New Year's resolutions. Um, yeah, I don't really do. I just, I'm always, I'm trying, I'm trying to live my best me every day. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. I just, I don't want to set myself set up or something. Yeah, I don't want to set up a failure. There's already enough pressure in life. Being 
of being a <laughs> celebrity podcaster. There's right. enough pressure in this life. Right. For God's sakes, all right? I'm just trying to be the, the best wife and mom I can be every day. Uh, well, yeah, and I've never heard of couples resolution. No, so I haven't weird. either. What is? What are those? I don't know. I mean, if you're having problems and you want to res- make a resolution hey, babe, to do something. Let's make a resolution that we're going to have sex at least five to seven times a week. Oh, good. We already do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're struggling, that's not a bad idea. If you're, you know. We win. We already if, do that. If you're uh, Got it. hurting for that, I see no problem in it. But I don't have a problem with people to do resolutions, whatever it takes to motivate you. If, if you need that, then cool, do it. If you, I, There's plenty of people that it, it gets them over the hump and no pun intended and it gets them to their goal weight or whatever. But it, yeah, I just, I, I haven't done them since forever. I can't even remember the last time I did a New Year's resolution. No, and I don't remember a time even when I would do them that I ever stuck to one so he's being stupid over here now this dog yeah well john's uh ready to go uh (laughs) podcast of the round table be looking for the tweets we're going to be doing knocking out the battle back the semi-final and the final the goal is to try to knock all three of those out in the month of january we'll see if that happens um yeah and this year we've already laid it down give you another little cryptic piece (laughs) there will be Three judges that will be the same all the time, and that's all you need to know. Okay. So shut your mouths and just know that that's going to be the case. Am I on any of these next three into episodes? Season two? Yeah, you're on whatever you want. You're, I'm just wondering. You're the if the, you're if you're not a you're not in the battle back because no one is. It's all competitors. Yeah, yeah. There's no. No, you I know that. On. I'm just. But you'll be with me, either hosting with me. Okay, sure. Or whatever, but for season two. We're not going to give any more details. It's going to be different. We're going to try to change it up. We've told some details on a previous All we've said is Jody yeah. B is part of Involved. it. Involved. And yeah. that there are three judges. You now know that. That will be the same, so we won't be reaching out for judges. Yep. And uh, just bring your uh, big dick. I'm, I'm intrigued so. on the same judges thing. Yeah. Well, all right. That's all for you, uh, dick lickers. Enjoy your new year. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. Yes, and hopefully you had a good Christmas. We got to meet our niece, uh, Evelyn, by the way, uh, the Almies, real quick, did a flyby. Yes, we went and saw them. Finally got to see her cute self and uh, Chrissy, so it was She's perfect. She's absolutely perfect. Anybody that hasn't gotten to squeeze her and hug her and love her, she's perfect. Don't yeah, touch she's her. she's pretty awesome. <laughs> and so. always good to see the Almies and both boys, and then Almies' brother's dog was fucking awesome it's just like john yeah his whole family's great yes they're they are awesome. what they are almies are fantastic the almies are good people so not a uh, letdown at all could have hung out with them all day but didn't want to ruin their christmas dinner family time <laughs> yeah they had but a- we got to see him as the main thing and hug and hold uh, evelyn so yes. don't worry everybody and get spit up on done. by evelyn and i loved every second she's of it great she smelled so good babies are the best smell she's, on she's am- and she was so smiley and happy and I love her. Yep. So oh. shout out to the Almies. Uh, we are doing a, we have planned, me and Almy talked of doing a StreamYard episode with him and Chrissy in January. So Perfect. That'll be great. Love it. All right. Other than that, we got to go. I'm tired of the shit. <laughs> uh, fuck everybody. Bye. Happy night. New Year.